0: Welcome to Wise-ish with Dr. Kavita Singh. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you all the tools that I learned over the last 10 plus years to be able to go from feeling overwhelmed emotionally and struggling in my relationships to now being able to have emotional maturity, steadiness, and thriving relationships, and to be able to set and achieve big goals. It took me a long time and a lot of trial and tribulation to get to this point. And my goal in sharing this podcast is to hopefully shorten your time gap to get to where you wanna go. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, my friends. I am back, happy Thursday. So good to be back. I've been um, thinking about y'all over the last few days and wondering who are my listeners? What are they up to? What are their lives like? So if you haven't, you know, given a review or commented on the podcast, please do so because I want to know who you are and, you know, what you're up to in the world. And if you have any questions or requests for things that you'd like me to cover in the podcast or talk about, I'd love to hear from you. So today I have a Really fun podcast for you guys. It's uh, something that um, people ask me about all the time, which is how do I develop more confidence? Right? Um, whether it's people pleasing or whether feeling like an imposter or not going beyond behind our big dreams, or maybe it's that we don't know how to communicate, right? Or Maintain boundaries, all of these things come down to whether we have confidence in ourselves and in our capacity to handle that situation. So, I think confidence is a very, very basic trait that we want to continually develop throughout our lives. It's like, you know, lifting, there is no limit it is that you get better with repetition. But it's helpful to have a framework, right? And I, in the last few years, have really, really um, began to look at anything that I want to learn, any problem I want to solve, any area of my life that I want to improve, I try to look at it through a lens of a framework. What is a framework that I can apply to this? Because if I'm just going by the details of the situation or the feelings that are coming up for me, right? For example, oh, my dad always does this and I feel this and why can't he do this? And he, you know, always does this and I wish he would do it this way. When I get caught up in the details of a situation, I actually have very little power and I have no discernment or wisdom in that. It just becomes a who's right, who's wrong, blame, shame game. So I've learned in the last few years to think through frameworks. Because it gives me a sense of control and power and calm. And it also allows me to have a bird's eye view, which I think is one of the main pillars of wisdom. Right, To be able to see something from a larger and um, sort of wider perspective. So that's how we're going to look at confidence today. And I'm going to talk about confidence. Uh, One of the frameworks that I use for that is what I call the four types of confidence. Okay, I'm going to walk you through that briefly today. It's something that I'm fleshing out and going to be teaching in month two of mastery, which is our uh, monthly membership program where we take all the tools that I teach you in the podcast and really apply it and go deep and study it, right? So I'm fleshing this out to be able to teach my students in a way that they can actually apply it to their lives. But I want to give you the overarching framework today. So the four types of confidence. Number one is emotional confidence. Okay. Emotional confidence means that you trust in your capacity to feel whatever feelings come up in any situation and to be able to handle that, process that, and be with that. Okay. Very, very important. This is the thing that I really struggled with for much of my life, much of my 20s and even early 30s. I ran away from my feelings. It just, I didn't know what to do with it. It was overwhelming. I couldn't tolerate it. Um, I didn't have capacity to be with discomfort. And so I would end up either reacting to it, right? Which might be by being passive aggressive or saying angry things or gossiping, right? Or I would resist it which means that I would try to distract myself from it by either, um, you know, social media or food or a glass of wine or two glasses of wine or porn or whatever it is or shopping or, you know, the things that we do. Overworking is a, is a big one. It's It has this moral... Uh, superiority attached to it, right? We feel like, oh, I'm working so hard for my family. And this is one that I get caught up in even today. I have to catch myself and watch myself because it's a way to avoid um, the discomfort of emotions and sensations that are coming up in my body is to go into my head and start rationalizing and labeling and blaming or um, ruminating and because that feels uncomfortable then we run off into some form of distraction so this is how i spent most of my 20s and early 30s because i didn't have confidence i didn't develop the confidence to be able to be with my feelings and know how to process them and complete them in my body if you learn nothing else as an adult I urge you to learn this skill. It will change the way you show up in situations. Because think about it. We're never scared of what another person will say or do. Because at the end of the day, you know, what can they do to us? Even if my spouse says something that I don't like, I'm actually not upset at that. I'm upset and scared of what that will make me feel. Right? Because if it was just somebody saying something, then why am I not worried or scared about my neighbor saying something? It's because I'm not related to my neighbor. And so he or she, their words or actions don't make me feel something. So it is our feelings that we're most, we want certain feelings and we want to reject or run away from certain other feelings. So when you have confidence in your capacity to feel anything and you know that you can feel anything and be with it and hold it and process it, you literally will not be scared of any situation. Think about that. Emotional confidence is the most important kind of confidence. Okay. Second. of confidence is what I call effort confidence. What that means is that you trust in your capacity to sustain effort towards something that is meaningful for you. It's the I will keep moving toward this hard thing that I want to either learn or to um, attain I will keep moving towards it. Even when it's hard, even when I fall, I will sustain that effort. How do you get that confidence? I'll tell you the best way that I've learned to sustain effort towards something that feels hard and somewhat out of reach, right, in the moment is to have a bigger why a deeper reason for why I'm even on that journey toward it. For example, I decided about 10 years ago that if I did nothing else, I would pass on a better legacy to my children than the one that I inherited. Okay. I decided that I would be the lever of intergenerational change not because I was better than my parents or anything like that, but because I happened to be born at a time when I had access to tools and I happened to be born with a brain that could process and think. And I say that because not everyone is, right? So the fact that I had a brain that allowed me to even understand these concepts, and the fact that I was born at a time when such tools were available made me the perfect candidate to be the lever of intergenerational change. And I decided that that was something that I would always work toward. Now, when you're working towards something, it's something like this. You don't actually attain it, right? It's like going north. Until I get to the North Pole, I haven't actually arrived north. I'm just moving toward north. Right. So that's what I mean by when I have something greater than myself, that is a deep reason, uh, a bigger why for moving toward that goal that felt impossible to me 10 years ago. When I decided and made that as my life's mission, I had no idea how I was going to do it. That's important to to understand. When you have big goals, you actually don't know how you're going to get it. If you already know how you're going to get it, that's not a big goal. That's a small goal and that's perfect. It's good to have small goals, but I'm talking about doing something big and meaningful in your life. When you start that kind of journey, you actually don't know how yet because you haven't done it before. And so the only way to sustain effort towards something that you have no idea how you're going to attain is to have a deeper why, such that the moving toward it itself fills you with satisfaction. The effort itself is the prize. Okay, that sort of confidence in your capacity to sustain effort towards something big is I can't, I cannot underscore how important it is if you want to live a meaningful life. Otherwise, you will end up living in your comfort zone, right? You just do the things that you know how to do because you don't have the emotional confidence to go after big things because you're scared of the feelings that will come up if it doesn't work or if you're disappointed or if other people you know, don't believe in your dreams. You don't have emotional confidence and you don't have a deeper why that will sustain your effort, which is effort confidence. The third kind of confidence is skill confidence. This is where you develop the confidence that you have in yourself and the skills that you need to stack in order to get through that Uh, situation, handle that conversation, or attain that goal, whatever it may be. You will need some skills. And often, the things that we're moving toward, we're moving toward precisely because we don't have it yet. And so we have to develop the skill, right? If I don't know how to ride a bike, I'm not going to learn how to ride a bike by just thinking about how much I want to ride a bike. I need to get on the bike and I need to develop the skill of balance and momentum. I need to develop. It's not going to come from thinking. It's going to come from doing and it's going to come faster if I can do it with a mentor, who has already ridden a bike and knows what the pitfalls are and can help me learn that skill faster, right? So it's about skill stacking, right? Anything worth doing, you don't do with just one skill. You learn a bunch of skills and stack them on top of each other. And that's how you attain big things. So the third kind of confidence that you need to develop is The confidence in your skills, and you can only develop that by actually doing it and learning from someone who's already done it. The fourth kind of confidence is relational confidence. This, you know, listen, there's nothing meaningful that you can ever do in your life alone. You have to learn how to play with others and play well with others, right? It's something that we teach our children, but it's something that we have to learn as adults to do as well. And if we didn't learn as children or as teenagers or as young adults, we struggle with it in adulthood. And it makes our life 10 times harder because think about it, you can't get away from other people, whether it's in your intimate relationships, parenting, um, your work, colleagues, your friendships, your community, you know, the society and the rules and regulations that society has, all of that involves you interacting with other human beings. There is no way around learning how to interact with other human beings if you want a life in a civilized society. Now, if you want to go and live off in the mountains, more power to you. I think very few of us have the capacity to tolerate our own emotions in complete silence, okay? It sounds nice because we're all so busy these days that it sounds nice to think, oh my gosh, if I could just have a couple of days of complete peace and quiet. But I'm telling you, after a few hours of that, we will be longing for connection and communication and conversation with some other human being, even if it is just a store clerk. So relational confidence involves many things, many skills, but one of them is being able to communicate with other human beings in a way that allows you to share your understanding of the world and have it be understood by the other person and for you to know how to understand the deeper needs and feelings of another person, right? Communication is not just about speaking. It's not just about making sounds with your mouth. Communication means that we are able to send packets of information to and from each other and understand and be understood, if we don't have that capacity we will not be able to get along with other human beings to connect with other human beings to inspire or influence other human beings which means that we will end up living in a smaller more lonely isolated and irritable world because even if you do isolate yourself like i said you can't get away from other human beings you can only limit the amount of contact you have with other human beings. But in that limiting, you get more irritable with even the few people that you do have to interact with, right? So the smaller you make your life, the more overwhelming it gets. Isn't that interesting? The smaller you make your life, I'm not talking about uh, minimizing and simplifying your life. I think that's a beautiful thing. I'm talking about just living smaller out of fear and out of uh, sort of not trusting other people in the world. When you live small like that, it actually keeps you more overwhelmed and more um, sort of just unhappy Because even the little bit that you do have to tolerate other people or interact with other people or the world, even that will be overwhelming for you. So it's really important to have relational capacity and confidence, right? So those are the four kinds of confidence that I look for when I am talking to someone, a client, for example, and I think through where are they at in these four kinds of confidence. And there are there's a scale and there's a, a sort of an assessment that we do, and then we help you actually learn the tools to develop these four kinds of confidence, which is a big part of what we do in our mastery program. Um, we help you learn these four kinds of confidence so you can master your own fate and become the captain of your soul. What does that mean? It means that instead of circumstances and situations controlling how you react and what happens in your life, you take charge and you intentionally craft your life. And you need these four kinds of confidence to be able to do that, right? Otherwise, you're just going to live according to the limitations of the situations that you find yourself in. So those are the four kinds of confidence, my friends. Listen, if you find this con- this content useful and you want to go deeper and really apply it, come and join us in Mastery. Mastery is open for a short period of time now. We close in August and after that it's going to be closed. Even if you wanted to learn these tools and apply it on a deeper level, you will not be able to join us for at least six months after August so this is the time to do it and I'm also doing a live bonus workshop for anyone who joins before July 18th because July 19th to 23rd is the live bonus workshop and that is on how to upgrade your identity it is it's going to blow your mind So if you want to be part of that workshop, join us before July 18th. The link to join is in the show notes. I hope to see you there. And even if not, think about these four kinds of confidence. Think about where you are in each of those and what you need to learn and develop in the areas that you're lacking confidence in. All right. I love you. And I think about you. Please let me know um if there's anything that you want me to talk about in the subsequent episodes and have a great rest of the day ciao